Welcome to, to Horror Hags. We really need to hire somebody for that. <laughs> or just pay for some music. Yeah, we should. Right. Gotta get them licenses. Do we know what those sounds are supposed to be? I don't know. Generic lightning.jpg. Yeah, mine was lightning. I don't know. <laughs> mine was lightning. Okay. Uh, good morning and hello, everybody. Good uh, morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you're from. Hello. Um, today, we are going to cover something different. We're going to cover a series. Yes, we are. Um, this is the REC series, R-E-C. You know, like REC when you play, press record on your video camera? That's on what it is. On the video phone. No. There's a video phone. Beyonce. Um. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, yeah, this is the Rex series. This is um, a series of four films. Yes, from Spain. From Spain. It is in, is in Spanish, disclaimer. It is in Spanish. Um, with are, subtitles. With subtitles, if you can find them. Um, and overall, this, this general series is a infected slash zombie... I guess film. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like it's like infected people running around, crazy, uh, ready to kill humans at a moment's notice. Like absolutely disgusting and vile creatures. You know, like all the movies we cover. Like all the movies, <laughs> and me in the morning, honestly. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and start with number one. Yeah. So this was released in two thousand seven. It does belong in the found footage genre, which yes. gets a bad rap. I love found footage. Um, yeah, not everybody does. But and what and let me tell you what happened when this came out mm -hmm. in 2007. The found footage genre was already starting to fade away. Right. Um, people were tired of it because it did wear out its welcome. It did. I have to say. Um, so I remember Trip Down Memory Lane. Ben, I, mean, ben, ben, ben. I haven't done that in a while. I remember when this movie came out. Um, I had read about it. It wasn't here in the United States yet. It came out in Spain. And um, I did read that it was found footage, and I was just like, okay, whatever. I don't need to see another found footage movie. Um, but then it became a sensation in Spain. I was going to say, it got like really critically like acclaimed horror, yeah. and like people were talking about it everywhere. Yeah, right. and um, if, as, as the best of my knowledge, it was a big hit in Spain. Um, so then the hype started coming out, and um, we started reading about it here in the States, and then it finally made its way here, I think in like very limited release. Okay. Um, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, I get it. It was awesome. It's intense. I enjoyed the first and second ones a lot more than I think the later yeah, ones. Yeah, there's four total. There's four of these right. total, right? right? So this is a, a special episode. We're going to cover the four movies. Yes. Because um, we're going to do the whole series. Right. Um, so the first one really sets the tone, I think, of everything. And it really just jumps right into the action. Like, Yeah, and the premise is um, this... Uh, crew of a television show is following firefighters right so it's kind of like a day in the life of a firefighter right she's all excited yeah so it's a camera crew yeah. she's um this woman is the host uh of the show and so they're following these 
Right. So th- they go on this like, oh, firefighters are going out. They got this call. We got to investigate this house because there was a call. And they're like, oh, my God, it's come like on, a, come on, come apartment on. building. Yeah. Right, right. And so it's like the firefighter crew, um, this television reporters, and we're in the lens of like the cameraman this whole time. Right. Um, and uh, so when they get to this house, they see this decrepit old woman like kind of covered in blood semi-naked just like yeah. standing there creepy i mean it's, it's very, very eerie. creepy it's yeah eerie. like yeah. the whole time and you're just like oh my god and they don't give any context right there's no context to this movie at all so you're just given this image and it's like really horrifying yeah um it, it, and what it does now that i now that you say that and i realize it what it does it's, it makes you feel like you're there with them yes right because yeah. it's very disorientating right like you are plunged into the action and exactly. you don't you don't really know what's going on but neither much do they. like the characters right but neither do they right. that's that's the important part like they have no idea what's happening no real recollection of what's actually you know transpiring or the events that's happening around them they're just kind of here for the moment and and <laughs> living their best lives as they well <laughs> i mean that's not entirely true because when the the firemen come in to the building, they're in a panic, right? Because there's this woman covered in blood, kind of running around the building, um, terrorizing them, and they don't know what why is she doing this. Well, she bites that one guy almost immediately, right. <laughs> and it takes like three or four of them to get her off him, and they're like, "What is this crazy woman doing?" Um, that was that was a great scene. Yeah, that's when they're in her apartment. <laughs> Right, yes. and they like there's a mattress. She or something? like there's a mattress, but she like she takes a big chunk out of his neck and like yeah. ri- like rips it off, and it looks like you know like stringy meat yeah. coming from his neck. It's like so really at this graphic. point we're like, Wait, is this like a zombie movie? Because we're not quite sure yet. They don't say I, nothing on the packaging of this movie, nothing in the you know summary of this movie. It's really really just like an, an adventure ride for you. Right. Um, and the thing is, with the first movie, the action doesn't stop. Like, not for one moment do you get any sort of rest. There's always no. action. No. There's always things that, like, once you think it's over, there's like another thing happening to you. Um, I just knocked over something. Things are knocking things down. Are you trying to ruin my apartment? I just get excited. This movie was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because you, you mentioned, like, there's no rest, right? right. For the viewer, right? right? And. I happened, I don't know why I did this, but I happened to watch this on a Sunday night recently, getting ready to review it. And it was, I don't know, I guess I went to, I went to, I tend to go to bed and watch a movie before I go to bed, like before I go to sleep. Yeah. So I watched this movie. It's over at a, I go to sleep early. So it's over, it's over at around 1130. And I was like, so wound up (laughs) that I couldn't sleep. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. When I watched the first one, I immediately had to watch the second one. Yeah, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Right. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to say about this, a cool feature of this movie was during, I think, middle of the way, there was a rewind section. So it was like almost like someone was rewatching these. Yeah. They were like, you know, watching someone else watch this because a scene happened and then I wasn't expecting it and it rewind itself. Right. To it, play it. And I'm like, Oh, like someone is watching this. Well, that's because something happened that was caught on camera, right? Found footage. Mm-hmm. And I think it might've been the host, the woman yeah. said, can you show, show us what happened? I think that it happened so fast that they missed it. Right. So they were able to rewind yeah. the camera, right? And watch it again. Mm-hmm. So the viewer gets to see all this as well. Because it's from the point of view of the camera, really, the whole movie. Um, and look, with these found footage movies, 
since I had seen, this is like the third time I've seen it. I was like paying attention. I'm like, well, in reality, would I have put down the camera at some point and stopped recording? Yeah. No. If I'm running for my life, right? Right. That doesn't happen, but it's because we, need, we the viewer, need to see what's going on. I don't know. I went to college with some of these artsy film people, and they won't put the camera down for nothing. Honey, if a zombie was chasing <laughs> you down the hallway, I think you would put down the camera. No problem. I would, I would. put down the camera. I would. Yeah. But yeah, no, the camera's being held the whole time, um, which I think is cool. Um, some inter- What was your favorite zombie of the first one? Because I have a favorite zombie of the first one. No, I don't one. think I have a favorite zombie. Mine was the little girl. She was nasty. <laughs> Uh, so one so one of my notes says not even the children are spared so so there's children zombies and there's like some of these children die horrible deaths yes which i think is and cause horrible deaths i I know (laughs) i think it's kind of funny it's hilarious i I think the scream is i laughed but i was terrified i was like (laughs) well the first kid to turn Mm -hmm. right um that was an homage to Night of the Living Dead. I don't know if you caught that. No. So there is a famous scene in Night of the Living Dead at the end where the mother is in the basement taking care of her little girl and the girl turns. But the mother doesn't know this. And the mother's still like taking care of her and, oh, baby, what's wrong? Do you need anything? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden the little girl comes up and she's a zombie now and like kills the mother. <laughs> Which, you know, when you see that for the first time, it's kind of like, oh, my God. She killed her mom. Yeah. And in this movie, something similar happens, right? Yeah, Where she's, the like, holding kid, her. And yeah. Like, everyone's she goes like for the mother. And then uh, she just screams out of nowhere, and she throws her kid. What um, I kept thinking is, like, how did they get this kid to do this? Because that was int- the, this kid was running and... and screaming, and, kicking. Like, right. Yes. And you could see rage on her face, and you can... Um, she bites people. I'm like, oh my god! Something that I really appreciated about the first two movies is they cons- they kept a consistency level there, right? Like and there was a girl who was chained, um, and like on the first floor of the building after the initial oh, outbreak. Yeah, remember? And yeah, then yeah. she turned into a zombie, and then like as they were still like transpiring, she was still there trying to like kill them later on as right. a zombie. Like they and they kept some things the same between the films, rooms that were the same, and we'll talk about rooms later on between one and two. Between one and two. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it kind of. Two picks up ex- exactly. immediately after the first one. The first one, yeah, right. Immediately and just like picks the camera up, like keeps going, like it's really, really good. Um, Actually, you know, going back to my comment about like who the hell would, um, sorry, that was my phone ringing, people. Um, who the hell would hold onto a camera for so long and not let it go, considering the circumstances? And I wrote down here in my notes that's much more relevant today than it was back in 2007 mm-hmm. because I get it today. Like if you have a phone in your hand, people I think are more apt to keep, keep going. Right. Because they have a, it's all on their smartphone now. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's all not a big iPhone handheld camera. Too. Right. It's right. just you point and click and there it is. Oh, the differences, differences between 2007 and today, Ooh, just 13 years later. Podcast. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and, and you have to also realize that this was, this movie came out way before walking dead. Yeah. Right. Because throughout the whole movie, we're kind of led to believe that there are zombies. Right. Right. And this was way before Walking Dead. So it was kind of watching it back then, you know, as somebody who's kind of cynical, me, um, and jaded, me, me. and not really looking for another found footage movie, me. Um, it was fr- it was like a breath of fresh air. I'm like, it's intense. It's relentless. It has these zombies, which, again, there wasn't a like a bunch of zombie movies like there are today. 
Um, so it was all kind of like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw that movie. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, is that's I think that's why it hit so hard because it was the nonstop action. Right. right. It was that it kept you engaged. There was never a dull moment. There was never nope. like pointless conversations where you're like, why am I listening to this? Like the whole time you were either rooting for someone to live or scared out of your mind that something was going to kill them. It's actually scary. It's scary. Yeah. It's a scary film. There's a lot it of action. It's loud. It's the very creepy. It's loud. Yep. The, the effects, the sound effects. Sound effects are really loud. Yep. Um, I think another one of my favorite zombies is I call her the final boss zombie of the first two um, during the ending scene of the first one she like kills the our hostess lady and drags her off um, it's that uh, it's that creepy looking one right yeah that's what I wrote down here last image is a doozy um and that's what it is like yeah. our heroine gets kind of like carted off yeah to like the darkness, darkness really. yeah um yeah so that that zombie was kind of like the main the and we get into zero. it yes we get into it in part two like and that part actually was played by a man i believe it yeah uh, the makeup was I there mean, i mean it was so creepy they had to get a really she had a hammer right really skinny actor yeah right um i mean this guy's like emaciated right and they put some makeup on and made him look like a woman. And then he plays this part. But the thing with that scene is that it's in complete darkness. And what they do is the camera has like this night vision thing. Yeah, it's like green on. and yeah. Yeah, so you're watching the movie from that point of view. So it's all green. It's all very dark. And then this scary image, this super skinny thing with naked string yes comes out of nowhere it's, it's and scares like, the hell out and of it's you. like there's no context right there's no no. Con no where this thing came from right but she's just there in the room with it and mm -hmm. she just sees it for the first time and it's all over from there for her right I mean. um and for you cinephiles out there this is a very interesting tidbit our hostess host whatever you want to call um her, this the actress who plays that part um, when I looked her up on IMDb, her name is um, Manuela Velasco. She was the little girl in a movie called The Law of Desire by one of my favorite filmmakers named Pedro Almodovar. Okay. So, of course, when I saw that credit, I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> that was the little girl in The Law of Desire. For any of you, Zach, maybe you who haven't seen The Law of Desire, see it immediately. It's not horror. Is it's, it English? It's Almodovar. No, it's in Spanish. Subtitles uh, again. It has subtitles, <laughs> but it's a great film. So I thought that was like a nice little trivia. And that's a note too, people. I don't, don't let me misconstrue you. But there are many great foreign films out there that are not in English, that are in subtitles, that you should definitely take the time to go watch. We cover a lot of them on our channel. Like Wreck. And, I mean, Wreck is one of them. Suspiria is another one of them. That well, was I watched it in Italian. Right. I mean, But you can get that in English. You can get that in English if you want to. Wreck, Wreck was not dubbed. Wreck. It was uh, kept in Spanish, yep. and it has subtitles. And um, it actually has an American remake called Quarantine with Jennifer Carpenter. And Quarantine is really, really good. It, it is. And it's one of those rare remakes where it actually kind of matches the original. Yeah. Um, Quarantine 2 was a really good film, too. I don't know if I saw it. I can't remember. That's a it's the same kind of concept, but they're in an airport. It's all mm. it's bigger mm -hmm. scaling, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um but we can cover that on another one. Those Maybe we'll do quarantine, quarantine oh, two, and then something follow else. Oh, up, yes. Okay. Um, let's talk about the second one a little. Second, wreck two. Wreck two. Um, so <laughs> some of my notes on here were the gruesome kills on number two of the zombies. That's the thing too. These things are hard to kill. 
right? Because our initial zombie that we see, I call them zombies. I don't really know what to classify them as. Yeah, we can call them zombies. I'm going to call them zombies. The initial zombie we saw of the bloody woman, they killed her. And then when they came back up again, she, she comes back. She comes back. So you can't kill you them. Have to like, right. You know. Right. Um, and yes, part two picks up right after part one. Right after. Yep. So, and, and the thing is like, um, it's like the National Guard or something gets a call and they go into the building and then yes. it's like right after. Yeah. So like the firemen of the apartment building, right? The These insurgent troops, right? With right. armor and battle rifles. And they're like, shooting to kill. They're, they're, they're in there. Yeah. They're shooting. The, I mean, and they're telling the people. Yeah. They're telling the people in the building, do not come close to the windows because we will shoot. Yes. And they do. And they do. Because they don't know. At this point, they know there's an infection or right. something going on and. They don't know who's infected and who isn't. Right. So they're really shooting for their lives. Right. I made a note and here. And to protect the people of Madrid. This uh, takes place in Madrid. Um, I made a note here that the little boy zombie of the first one uh-huh. uh, was in this room above the the Jesus room. Because there's a Jesus room right at the end of the first one. And that's where like there's a bunch of Jesus posters and Christianity stuff. And yeah. So that. this is where the hostess goes up. Right. There's at, no at the light. The they, turn, they turn on the, the night vision thing. Right. Yes. And then... There's like a there's like a hidden storage room like above an the Jesus, an yeah. attic area. Yeah. And there's a little boy zombie in there. Oh yeah, right. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of start off the film in that attic area. Boy's not there. Yeah. We no idea where this boy zombie is. He's hiding somewhere. He's hiding. Yeah. Um, and they eventually come across uh, the final boss mother zombie thing again later on in this film. Too, yeah. You know? Yeah. But then what this film does is that it introduces the supernatural. Right. So in the first one, we're sitting around going infected zombies. What the hell's going on? What is it? And while the movie doesn't really spell it out for you, we kind of get that it's like they're zombies. They're infected. Right. Right. This one all of a sudden springs demonic possession on us. That which is awesome. Uh, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's different. And I have a thing for demonic possession movies. So <laughs> when I'm watching Wreck 2 back in the day before I saw it again to review it, I was like, oh, oh, I'm going to like this one. Well, the whole time, because her voice literally changes, yeah. you know, and the whole time I'm watching like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's, she's possessed. It's not yeah. just a zombie. And it's funny because um, I tend to get scared with demonic possession movies. Some people think they're ridiculous. But what I was thinking, I was like, so the filmmakers were smart. So Spain is largely Catholic. Mm-hmm. And when you're Catholic, you know, you grow up believing in God and they put the fear, literally the fear of the devil in you. So I'm like, okay, they made it really scary by introducing demonic possession to a largely Catholic audience country, right? Yeah. Um, and me being Roman Catholic, I was scared. Yeah. But then at the same time, appreciated that I'm like, oh. Okay, the devil's running around. Look, I grew up a Christian, you know, so there's always this like, oh, the devil's bad, you know, kind of thing in the background. But we're also gay, so it's also like we're we're in hell already. So what is this? <laughs> what is this actually? Right. Maybe he's my best friend. Who yeah. knows? Um, but I also have in my notes here weird blood ritual with fire. Do you remember that scene where they they? I don't think. I so. don't really. I can't re- remember the dialogue about this part. But they they had the blood of one of the people, mm-hmm. and they. Oh yes, blessing it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns to fire, and he starts crying. Right, it's the devil. The devil did it. (laughs) Exactly. Like they really, really get, and it's in the Jesus room where they try this, right? Because they're like, oh, this is the holiest room, whatever. So now we're sitting there thinking, okay, so these people are possessed by a demon, right? Or demons, right? Right. 
Yeah. Um, but obviously the bite itself is infectious because people are bitten and turning and all over the place. Right. You know. And like the first one, this the pace is just relentless. Right. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't. I think that by the end of it, like the viewer's kind of stressed out. Like I could mute this movie and play like some metal music to it, and I'm like, and you're this still stressed is the out. Energy of this movie, some <laughs> yeah. metal core and zombies. Like I'm about it. I made a note on how much testosterone was in this There's one. There's a lot of There's just a like lot balls of guys, to the wall. Right. Yeah. A lot of guys with big guns. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm like, did they do this on purpose? Like, <laughs> I think so. because There's I a think blow up doll in this one. Do you remember that yeah, scene? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's crazy, but you know, it's like. And and with the testosterone stuff that I'm talking about, it's like, you know, there's a SWAT team that goes in there thinking that they know what they're dealing with. Right. So I'm thinking, like, did they do this on purpose? All these men with their big guns saying, we're going to go save the day. Man. And they don't. And they don't. And they all. don't. Joke's on you, guys. You um, don't. You have no idea what you're dealing with, <laughs> and you cannot save the day. And I put in here the teenagers who follow the main protagonist down the sewer grate, and they're like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you following us? Like, right. There's a bunch of zombies here. Go away. Yeah. Don't be here. They thought they were going to have fun by right. going into the building yes. that was that was cordoned off, and then when they do get in there, yeah. which is a little unbelievable to me how they did it, but whatever. Um, once they get in there, they're like screaming and crying for their lives. Yep. That was funny. Poor kid got slapped. Remember that? I was yes. Like, yes. <laughs> Uh, one of my notable kills of zombies here is firecracker to the head. I was like, perfect. I yeah, mean, there's some there's some intense stuff in there, and it's funny talking about like the the pace. So what I wrote down here is the first half maintains the intensity of the first one, and then when we change to the three teenagers, it slows down a little bit, which I think is necessary because we need a breather, right? Right, and then after they get in the house then the pace picks up again and it just doesn't stop till the end. Well, what surprised me is our old camera lady came back. Yes, the camera she lady. She came back. Yes. And I was like, sure that's did. what I was like. I literally said out loud, holy shit, she's back. Yep. Right? And it, towards the end of this movie, something really gross fucking happens. The fucking worm. Uh, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. I cannot get it out of my head. The worm snake thing. Yep. Oh, <laughs> pukes it in her mouth. Oh, yeah. yep, yep, nasty. Yep. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. So you I said that's someone's fetish. <laughs> I literally is like, oh my god, the worm. That's definitely somebody's fetish. <laughs> There's a worm fetish? I don't know. Probably. We'll look it up. One of you weirdos out there. Um, and you mentioned the scene with the flare, and I did put that down here. The, yeah. There is a scene with a flare that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said the final boss is back <laughs> with the hammer. She's back. Yes. And it's funny because in the first one. You know, this one being like f so full of like guys, there's guys everywhere. Like she balances it out, mm -hmm. right? Because she's, she, even though she has this hard hitting like reporter type of vibe, she's also kind of, there's softness about her. Yeah, right? yeah. She's like, you she's know. also adorable. She, and she actress. just wants to figure shit out. She's ambitious. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the number third. three. Number three. Totally I, different. So, all right. After Wreck 1 and 2 got some money, I think, they went a different route with these films. They and did. And I did not really like 3 or 4 as much. Okay. Um, I didn't like 3 because they went to a um, – they got rid of the freebase camera, which I thought was the purpose of this whole movie series. Right. You know? And I a lot of fans were upset about that. I was so upset. Monica. I was not. You were not. I was not. All right. Tell me why you weren't. I'll upset. tell you why. Yeah. So it starts off with found footage. Like it, it starts does. off with the kid. So the, the, the part three takes it totally out of the building and it goes to a wedding. Right. Right. Um, so the setting is a whatever, like a hall where they celebrate weddings. 
And at the beginning, it's a kid taping the wedding and you see it from the point of view of the camera. But then they open it up, right? They ditch the camera thing. Um, they open it up and it becomes a more traditional movie, right. right? So what I appreciated about it is that it went in a different direction because uh, sequels tend to just do the same thing over and over again. So I always appreciate when they go in a different direction. Um, famously, Halloween did that. So Halloween 1 and 2 were kind of the same, right? And then Halloween 3 went in a totally different direction, lost half its audience, right? It was no longer about Michael Myers. It was about these evil masks right. that killed kids. Um, and I actually loved it. I'm like, oh my God, this is different, right? But the fans didn't agree. Right. Same They're thing like, with Where's Rack. Michael Myers? Right. Right. Same thing with Rack. Same thing with me. Where's my camera? Right. And <laughs> and a lot of the fans were like turned off. Well, I just think the first two were so well done, freebase, that we were just looking for more of that same energy of like, not because not a lot of freebase camera movies can keep that energy up alive through the whole film. And these films are not long, people. Right. Like these are not two hours. Oh, long. these are like eighty minutes. Eighty minutes. Maybe seventy-seven minutes. Right. Like yeah. in and out, maybe hour and some change. And that works in its favor. And it I think. works for yeah. them. Yeah. It definitely works for them. So I was really, really upset that these films went from freebase camera to um, a more cinematic, a more cinematic experience. Because traditional I like it approach. Took me out of the the series. It yeah. Took me out of the series. Yeah. I mean, I was watching it. It was fine. It was a great movie. Um, I thought the it's gory as all hell. Yeah, who is the older man who like starts it all? He just has like the weirdest. Oh, like, he's the uncle. Uncle. So the sure. link there is in the first two, there was talk about um, a veterinarian. I can never say that word, and there was a dog that was infected. So it was kind of like mentions in the first one and maybe in the second one, but there wasn't really much talk about it. They kind of leave it at that, and then the third one we're introduced to this vet who is the uncle at the wedding who gets bit by a dog. So now he's infected. Right. And he starts everything. Got it. Because, like, he's just at the wedding having a good old time, but he's just like, yeah, I'm sick or whatever. You know, yeah. He's just definitely not okay. And then he just bites, I think, his wife's neck like yeah. off, just rips it right off. Yep. And people are just losing their minds at this point. Right. And it's pandemonium because they're kind of all stuck in this hall where the wedding is taking place and – People are just turning and oh, biting and mention, eating. I forgot to mention, he like falls off a thing first. Oh, he does. There's yeah, people like, are there's like, two people levels. stop. Yes. Right. There's two levels. He just falls. Mm -hmm. And people will stop what they're doing and are like, are you okay, dude? <laughs> you know, they all like approach him and are like, big circle around him, gets up, gives everyone this weird smile, this weird like Yeah, he's, now, he's now infected slash possessed. And then just bites his woman's neck and tears off her flesh like a pizza, like a hot, steamy pizza. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there laughing when all this is going on because I keep thinking about the bride. And she's probably like, they've ruined my day. Uh, <laughs> Get over yourself. Uh, lo siento. So, yeah. The, so now in this movie, there's cinematography. Mm -hmm. There's even a music score, yes. which I appreciate. I said the ultimate wedding crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the night suits. The fucking night suits so of armor. That's another like, thing that's very different in this movie. So they introduce humor. Yeah. So a lot of it is very funny. It's, yeah. Wreck 1 and 2, there's nothing funny no, about no, any of it. No, no. Not for a second. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, but, yeah. The, the, and then there was that the imitation SpongeBob yes. guy. Yes. His name is Sponge John. <laughs> John. Yeah, John the Sponge. John the Sponge. Because he said SpongeBob was in. <laughs> it was a copyright infraction, <laughs> so he couldn't. He he. So the the guy's there to kind of like entertain the kids, yeah. and he's dressed up as SpongeBob, but he can't call himself SpongeBob. <laughs> so he's John John the Sponge. Um, with, 
and I appreciated all that. The humor, ditching the found footage stuff. Yeah. I, I liked it. It was like a different, yeah. I, yeah. I could see but you that. weren't amused. I was not amused uh, because I wanted the same gory zombie action. I wanted more backstory because sometimes they, like like Paranormal Activity, right? We had one and two. Yeah. And then three was a backstory. Yeah. You know? And I, I kind of wanted that. I wanted, yeah. Like, where and like a deep from? dive into like yeah. the backstory. I, yeah. wanted, I wanted that yeah. type of experience. But I can't always get what I want. Um, it I delivers so many moments where the bride makes a connection with someone and then was met by sudden transverse. Like she would talk to someone, things would be good, music would be playing happy, and then just instant zombie kill. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> there was never a dull moment here either. No, it delivers, it's even with the deli- changes. Mm-hmm. And it's super gory. It reminded me a little bit of um, a movie by Peter Jackson called Dead of Live. We should do a podcast on Peter Jackson films. Um, and there's a scene in Dead Alive where like there's a bunch of zombies and the guy kills them again it's very humorous but the guy kills them with like a lawnmower or something like that well I put here the what the fuck is this killer bride chainsaw massacre do you remember that scene it's amazing (laughs) yeah it's like this so this bride who's like oh my god they've ruined my wedding day she becomes this she kick-ass rips, off, rips her, off part of her dress yep just half which i think is bad yeah so she could so she could run right. right she can't run in a long dress and then she takes this chainsaw and starts killing this she's like oh no you fucking people are, you're not fucking with me no there more. was a video game in the 2011 era 2012 area called lollipop chainsaw very mm-hmm. niche fan favorite game because all it was was this like k-pop like uh beautiful like teenage girl very like la 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 like Sailor Moon esque, you know, with a chainsaw running around just slicing zombies up, and that's all I was feeling this entire time was lollipop that's funny. chainsaw. I was gonna say I don't play games, but that sounds like a game that's right up my alley. Oh yeah, yeah, nonstop action. Now I wrote down here what does number three have in common with one and two, and <laughs> what I wrote down is that things don't end well for anybody. Anybody, there's just I no mean, there's happening. just there's no happy ending in one, two, or three. Mm-mm. It's all very downbeat. Very, it's and, dark, and I yeah. like that. Now oh, that I'm not. Has to have a resolution. Yeah, I'm it's, not complaining. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The the ending to this one is really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but let's leave them on a suspense for that one. No, I'm not telling them what happens. No, no you one. have to watch it. Um. Okay. Want to move on to number four? four. Ugh, I don't know. I, at this point, I was just you were done. I was done. Yeah. At this point, just because I was upset at the first, the at three was different. Mm-hmm. Four kind of fell in the same line for me. Right. What and did this one about four. Um. Yeah. There. There. There is uh franchise fatigue that sets <laughs> in, as we call it. Um. So yeah. By the time this came out. I it was later on, right? It was like 20... I think a couple of years. 14, I think. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's a seven-year gap in those films. Right, but there was two in the middle. Right. Right? Um, but I think, yeah, and number four, two is totally different. It takes place on a ship of all places. Um, and the premise is that they are taking the infected out of Spain and kind of quarantining them on a ship of all places right. to study them. Right. And there's like scientists studying like what is this I mean the viewer knows it's demonic possession, but it's also From like an se- infection. There was never really mention of demonic possession in no. three. There was no, no mention of that there was in three. None. Which is interesting. And you know, I read about the timelines mm-hmm. and I I read I don't know how true this is, but number three takes place kind of like concurrently with one and two. I believe that. At the same time. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Yeah. Because or like, roughly around the same time. Because they mentioned the dog fighting, so it must exactly. happen like right. And that's what oh I was God, like, I was yeah, that, I gotta go to a wedding, like right, exactly, yeah, yeah. 
so it wasn't kind of like a prequel no, or a sequel. It was happening at the same time. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and then four, and with four, so, I mean, I watched these movies as they were released, right? Right. So, and I've recently watched them all to review them, but with four, like you said, a lot of years had gone by in between movies, right? And I remember uh, reading and being aware that four had come out in Spain, right? So all of these movies came out in Spain first, and then they came here. And even though it wasn't very well received, and all the critics were saying, you know, what you said, that it's just, we're done, we're over it, whatever. Right. Um, I still want to see it, right? I'm like, I'm not not seeing it. Well, that's, oh, yeah. And um, this was one of those, like, video on demand type of things. Like, it didn't get a real... As far as I know, I don't think it got a release in theaters in the States. So I watched it on like video on demand or something. Did they release the first Rex in movie theaters? No. Uh, um, the first Rex was very limited okay. release. Okay. Yeah, like a couple of theaters in New- maybe one theater in New York. Got it. So if you wanted it, you had to seek it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. But those were the days where you kind of had to do that still. Well, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but now everything's streaming. Now right. everything, you know, so it's I different. think if you want to see these films, I think Amazon is a good place to find them. Yep. Um, and um, a great company. I have the box set from a great company called Shout Factory. Yeah. Uh, uh, and their their horror division is called Scream Factory. So they released the box set of one through four. Um, so a little shout out to Shout uh, Scream Factory for that. Um, so you can also, you know, if you're like me, you hunt them down individually. They're all right no, there they're all in one set. Right. right. So if you guys uh, are want to buy a D- a Blu-ray, um, it's out. Um, and that's better than, I think, you know, keeping gigabytes on your computer, too, you know, because those right. start to eat up space. Right. Um, so as far as four goes, did they ever mention the demonicness? No. In, so so number two introduces demonic possession, right? Right. Um, and now number four introduces kind of like the scientific. Right. Because they want to get to the bottom of it. Right. So they now never reference the demonicness. No, because they're scientists. Right. Right. Why would they? Because I was hoping I was hoping for more of that. You know, yeah. I was hoping for more of an explanation of like, OK, how, you know, where, why? Right. I think I, that's what I was missing because they introduces this whole concept of like, I'm a demon who infected all these people. Right. So uh, as number four, I was like expecting a but closure they, to that. Well, the thing is that they, they've established, I think. I mean, for me at least, they've established that already, so there's no need to kind of like expand upon it, right? So now they're introducing a different angle. It's like doctors and scientists trying to find the Cure scientific, right, right, right. Um, but you know, our heroine from one, two, and three, no, one and two is now in this one again, four, because she's one of the people on the ship mm-hmm. that's being kind of Which like is great, I'm glad right? That she's, she's back. Here. She's back. The little girl from Law of Desire. Um, so they're kind of like trying to figure out, right? Like, how do we cure this? How did it start? Meanwhile, she has the worm in her still. Which is disgusting. Right. Um, and, I, and you know, it's funny. The pace on this one is much slower. Yes. It's, it doesn't have that relentless right, pace. The other. Right. It has its moments, but it's much slower. There's a lot more story, right? A lot more dialogue. Right. Um, which is, uh, again, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad, um, but I can see how, like, with three, the fans would kind of be, like, a little I was, upset. That, that's where I was upset. I yeah. watched it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. But as far as the specific series, I really wish they were all just handheld. Right. Because I think it would st- – because th- in the beginning, I thought it was going to happen is it was going to cut from a wedding. I thought it was going to cut, like, someone ran out of film mm. to the zombie attack. I, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. But yeah. they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then um, in this one, too, the, the, the interesting thing is like the virus is kind of like evolving mm-hmm. in this one. And it works its way into the food supply. And then when people eat, they become infected. Right. Um, and it still has some really gory stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a lot of bloody scenes in this one. Yeah. But I don't know. I couldn't really pick out a favorite kill. What was your favorite kill in this one? My favorite kill in that one? One, one that stood out to you. I don't know. I mean... Th- I can't, can't, I can't, I can't pick one out. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the one and two had like memorable zombie kills. And like, look, one of my favorite zombie movies is Zombieland, right? And we covered yeah. that. And they had zombie kill of the week. So every <laughs> zombie movie I watch now, I'm like, which is my zombie kill of the week in this movie? So, oh, really? Yeah. So I wasn't I was looking like, at it that, that way. Me and my dad always do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is a wonderful series. Um, definitely worth your time if you're into like infected zombie it's not really a demonic possession, but it is. Um, just the way it presents itself is not like your traditional, like, have to have an exorcism, right? This is like an infected zombie movie, for sure. Right. It's interesting because, um, you know, is it a virus? Is it demonic possession? What is that worm? Right. So they answer the some was questions. worm nasty. Right. When, the, when I saw it in two, I was literally like, oh, my God, no, no. Ugh. And then it happens. Um so there's a lot of different things thrown in there, yeah. right? Some of it was explained, some of it wasn't. You know, I think also the good thing about some of these movies is that they leave some stuff up to the viewer. Right. Right. And and things that do that often are have better takeaways, and I think this movie has a lot to take away from it. I think they could expand on it if they want to do. If Tomorrow Rec 5 came out and it was a handheld movie, I'd watch it. What if it wasn't a handheld movie? Would you watch it? Uh, I probably would because I did I did like all four of these movies, and I think they're worth your time. Um, if you don't see anything besides the first two, I wouldn't be mad at you, but all four are definitely worth your time. Yeah, it's the, each one had – I mean, one and two are just great, Yeah. right? And they've actually been named in like – lists of like top 100 horror films of all time <laughs> yeah yeah and, they it, have. and literally worth especially it. one yeah one has been mentioned in in those um type of types of lists right and for 07 like there wasn't really a lot happening like i think it's uh, i want to say insidious was 06 like that was just coming out around then insidious insidious one right that was 06 um let me check but what made you think of insidious i'm just thinking of relative popular horror movies at the time uh, that was 2010. 2010, right. So, yeah. like, these big films that, like, blockbuster horror, you know, didn't even approach the box office yet. For an 07 film, the first wreck was amazing. It with, is. You know you what know? I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And again, uh, you know, we mentioned it already. Like, the, the American remake, Quarantine, is really, really good. Definitely watch Quarantine 1 yeah. and 2. Um, the second one had a lot of cool zombie kills in, in quarantine. I have too. to check. I have to check it out. Oh, sorry, people. My phone is going crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I have to check out two. I can't remember if I saw it or not. You should watch two. It's very yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, quarantine. That is quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right, everyone. All right. Thank you for a wonderful episode. Go watch Rack. Go watch Rack. R E C. Love that. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Have a happy day. Bye. Bye.